we got rid of the previous stuff on the whiteboard and we've gone a completely different direction of how to arrange our notes. We're trying to figure out how to structure the show but also have coherent cue points um, throughout it. Okay, so this time what we're talking about is do titles matter? Mm, very good one. Um, I'll give I'll give the spiel. I'll give the spiel to give people some talk context. to us. Talk right, to us. So what, what is it? I mean, I, I mean, I don't really have anything prepared because again, we're trying to figure out how <laughs> to make this happen <laughs> with as little work as possible, but with as much return on investment, like on time. So I haven't prepared anything. Is the answer <laughs> to that? <laughs> but what I will say is, everyone's got a long ass title these days. It's like it used to be okay. This person is a, a business development manager, and now they're. Uh, they're a CEO, hustler, entrepreneur, founder, writer, creative director, consultant, growth hacker, plus fifteen other titles. Because you, in your, you know, your LinkedIn headline, you yeah. have every single thing you've ever done. Every that is adjective, now your title. Yeah. Every, every adjective is now yeah. in your Are they title. Enough that when you actually go visit them at the workplace, they're just like an admin clerk. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You're like, dude, you, you lied to me. <laughs> it's, it's. Have you seen the meme or have you seen the thing on Instagram where um. It's got a, a, a guy just overheard another guy talking to a girl at a bar and he goes, oh, you know, they ask the question, well, what do you do? And the guy's like, oh, you know, I'm in transportation management. And it turns out the guy later was a, was a um, bike messenger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So you have all these ridiculous titles. And, you know, my personal feelings about this is that whereas previously you had like your job had one title. Now everyone, you know how what happened to music? So music used to be, I was either rock, pop, jazz, right, yes. or indie. Now you've got, you know, acid jazz reflective of yeah. subgenre or some other bullshit. Like it's like a lot of it's like it's food now. It's like a fusion. Exactly. There's yeah. no food. It's not like steak and chips. Now it's yeah. milkshake and chips, deconstructed dip. coffee and ah, oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah. Point is, everything's gotten much more complicated. <laughs> Yeah, and why did that stem from? What do you, why do you think that stemmed from that? I was hoping you knew the answer to that. <laughs> okay. Is it because companies and organizations or even people want to be cool and edgy? They want to be hip? No, I reckon, no, to answer, actually, I do have an answer for your question. I reckon it's uh, the growth in like personal branding. Branding, okay. Yeah, personal so, branding. So they, they want to brand themselves out into the kind of professional sphere saying, look at me. Well, you're, you as a person now, well, personal branding is basically you as a person or a product, like a Kardashian. Yeah. Right? So that means that anything you say, do, or put out online, is your, it's attributing to your personal brand. All of that external communication uh, but, attributes to your but profile. But my, my question is to you, if you had that ridiculous title, do you think that will help you or do you reckon that will like, kind of like you'll become like a meme out of it and then become, like bounce back? And- um, no, I personally couldn't care less. I really, really couldn't care less. I mean, it doesn't really bode well for some situations, but no, I, I really couldn't care less. For me, I've sort of, you know, doing with this podcasting thing, I've been able to sort of pick a title because it's still an undefined, pretty very raw early days industry. So I'm, I get to call myself a producer now, but I'm not calling myself a producer, information specialist, processed, process master. Or it's like, I just no, that's my title. That's the title I'm using. <laughs> <laughs> just it's just sounds like, that's just exhausting to me. It's Sorry. like why do I have to regurgitate half the English dictionary to explain to you what really that I do is I make things. And yeah, it's media things right so, now. So you, had, you you said a good point where you said industry. You think it's industry specific because let's say if I'm a lawyer and I have all these kind of like chief executive of litigation like do you think that's going to be 
hurt hurt my brand or are people going to be like what the hell is this guy talking about no that's a good point but law, law and medicine for example and accounting like if you're a ca chartered accountant like these are these are regulated industries mm-hmm. they're, they're industries that have like a specific set of rules you have to follow in order to be credible that's in that right industry. so i'm saying is it just industry specific so if you're a creative because I, I see this more with creatives like yeah i'd go with that yeah I, I, you know what i would say marketers Marketers, yeah, yeah, marketers, salespeople, creatives, like salespeople. Yeah, I see that happening more. But like with your kind of like traditionalist, like and you HR, said, HR, HR as well. You have community managers now instead of a yeah, HR yeah. Person. I've I've seen actually a title where it, it was um, executive of happiness. What the hell does that mean? I I don't know, but I'm very interested to work there. Executive of my happiness, of the workplace's happiness, of the dog's happiness. Who the hell? What? Oh, well, talk to that person who has executive happiness. If you have that title, send us an email at millennialinquiry at gmail.com and tell us what you actually do with your day. Because I'm very, I'm genuinely curious. I have no idea. What Can you just imagine her being in the boardroom with all these other executives? And she goes, come on, guys, smile. <laughs> her or him. Got like squeaky toys and like <laughs> sock puppets. <laughs> we're, we're talking about a demerger that may cost 4,000 jobs. Why would we have to be happy about this? All right, let's listen to John. The chief executive of happiness. <laughs> what do you think about this? <laughs> uh, I yeah, no, I'm genuinely curious as to what the hell that person does with their yeah. time. Um, but the the other thing we've got in our little mind map here is what do these titles actually mean in in relation to the responsibilities attached to that title? I that's think that's a, what we're getting that, to. That's now. a good. Yeah, that's a really good point because yeah. so if you if you're chief of happiness for a company, yeah, what does that mean? Like, what do you like, do? I mean, it sounds like a complete bullshit title, but... Well, when you think of... Like, what's if, your responsibility? Yeah, well, if I saw that on LinkedIn, my my idea would be, okay, maybe culture or like HR or something like that to yeah. do with that. But like still, it doesn't give me a true definition of what that person is going to like will be doing. Uh, you know what? I would put I would take that, that title, that person, that profile... And I want to know how they work in a small company because really, if you're if you're a small operator with like ten people working for you, are you really going to have a chief happiness officer? That's clearly something that a massive, specifically probably IT company as well would have because you know. I don't know. I've seen a lot of startups. No, I've seen a lot of startups where they've had some some funny long ass titles. So it's so it's it's so it's in small companies as well. You yeah, say? yeah. See, I wouldn't put my money on that. Okay. Well. I'm, maybe not invited, I'm, maybe I'm not I'm, inviting you to my startup. <laughs> no, if I look, if I'm sitting there, isn't it? I'm putting myself in another set of shoes, which is the investor's shoes. And they go, "All right, I need forty four million dollars to make this business happen. What's mm. part of my What's part of my roadmap? What am I going to invest in?" Well, employee number eight is going to be our happiness officer. I understand the value of culture and a high performance team is based on a cohesive understanding of uh, of your environment and the people you're working with. But really, paying someone eighty or hundred grand a year plus on costs, purely to monitor how happy everyone in the office is, can't you just get somebody else to that? Shouldn't that be the responsibility of everybody? Yes, you're right. It should be the responsibility of everyone. That, that kind of contributes to the overall culture. But again, you know, if they're, if you're going back to that investor piece, you know, maybe they're trying to be progressive. They're trying to be new, edgy, hip. Because so they don't want they want marketing employee. Well, that, exactly right. That, it is a marketing employee. They're trying to brand themselves differently. Because why? If I was an investor, I'm trying to look for a new way of business, right? If I was an investor, I wouldn't be going. Okay, th- these guys are traditionalists. All right, they've, there's how, how they're differentiating themselves to other startups. Look at this startup. Okay, yes, they got 
quirky, cool names. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll be more interested and want to know more about them. Yeah, how many letters are missing from your name? That needs. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> that's what make. That's one of the uh, textbook things you need to do if you're doing a startup in 2020. Mm-hmm. Is you need to have a normal name and then remove like three letters from it. But yeah. So it sounds. Or, or or supplement them with kind of like letters or capital letters or just like yeah. It's like numbers. Fiverr. I don't think it has the e. So it's F I V. Double, double R, R, yeah. So they've taken out the E and put in another R. Yeah, yeah. So or like a capital like, R in the end or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Or, or founder. And that's called, and that's called, like, you know, yeah. Like, that's like, branding. Yeah, but again, if you if you were a startup, you would want to know about these kind of contemporary, yeah, kind of like cool, itchy startups, right? Because that's where you feel like that could be the new market. So, we wanna, yes, okay, fine. We want to know, startups want to know what the latest thing is in, you know, what's trending and how to name things. But let's pull it back to the titles, like the actual worker, their title and what they actually are responsible for. Because the question that we started with was, do titles matter? Mm-hmm. And the endpoint, as you can see on the whiteboard here, is blank. I don't actually have, we don't actually have a conclusion yet. <laughs> so yeah. we need to figure that out. Um, but yeah, we're trying to figure out if titles matter, why they're so long and what, respons- what, what responsibilities are attached to those titles. Okay, as a millennial... Do you do you think titles is important for you? It depends what level. Just just general. So I like information. So if you're in an organization, would you want a cool title? Absolutely. Or do you you don't really care and you just really care more about the work? I mean, I said before that I don't care about the titles, but if I can have a title that's there and is ridiculous for the sake of being ridiculous, I absolutely want it. Like when I first years ago, and I'm talking like ten years ago. And I had no merit to, to ask this at all, but I made it 10% as a joke, 90% I was serious. But they're like, oh, you're going to come in and do business, do business analyst work on this side of the business now. The first thing I asked my new boss is I go, can I have a really cool title? But it was purely for 90% well, of the for reason. Fun. It was for fun. Okay. Don't what, what, what title do you end up getting? Uh, operations support technician or something, officer. Technician and officer? No, it was one or the other. Oh, okay. was, we kind of did all sorts of things. Okay. So. It was all like IT and process combined. Yeah, for, for me, I don't really care about titles either, but it's more to do with the work. So, you know, it has to be meaningful work. So my title doesn't really, I don't really care. Like I could be called chief executive cleaning, <laughs> but I don't really care. It doesn't really so, bother me. So you look at the responsibilities. Yes. So for you, the title means Jack, yep. but what you're responsible for is what you end up putting on your resume and that's the thing that's valuable. Yeah, that's right. So then you have you had like really epic bad titles that gave you good responsibilities that looked good on the resume um, or maybe a mismatch where the title was like eh, but the responsibilities were epic well I did have one title what was um, online marketing business development that was a long title that's a long title it was a long title um, and yeah I was it was a huge responsibility if, if your title can't fit in one line on a business card even though less and less people are using business cards now. Yeah. If you need like multiple lines <laughs> to articulate what you do, it's probably too long a title. But the thing me. is, um, my name is also quite long as well. So like I have... Have you seen ha- my name? I've got like 50 letters in my name. I have to give a poster to get <laughs> as a business card. <laughs> I'm like, just hold on, just hold on. Take out two two hands out, reach out two hands. Here's my card. It's a point of difference. So you stand out. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You're walking around a networking event with a backpack full of posters. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. So going back to responsibilities, what responsibilities did you have under that title of business, what was it? Online marketing and business development manager. So it was um, taking care of the whole... OM, 
BDM. Yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah, what did you have to take care of? The whole online space. So the whole online space, we had an e-commerce site, which was part of that BDM aspect of it. So building building on, on that space and making sure that customers use that platform. Okay. So we're trying to generate more kind of online sales. So that was part of that business development side of it. And then kind of also using other online platforms for other customers to use. So you remember what you had to do. So yeah. you had a big, but you remember the title as well. I still remember the title because it was that like that <laughs> was that was a, that was a fun that was a fun <laughs> fun times because I was involved in so many cool projects. Mm. Yeah, but yeah, that I'm like going back to your question about titles. Um, yeah, titles can be so kind of meaningless and and kind of miscued and misinterpreted. So then my question is, uh, what do you when you go for a job now or, or when you work on a project? What title do you actually? What do you want from your title? Now, like, what do you want it to reflect? Yeah, yeah. Because if we're talking about, I think the last time we talked about the uh, workergram or Instagram for work. Yeah. Like if you if you if your modern day work for a millennial, if your modern day career as a millennial is a combination of different projects that you can assemble in the same fashion as your Instagram feed to mm-hmm. show your highlight reel of of achievements. Then what do you want from your next title, Harvey? What do you want it to reflect? Yeah. Granted, we've just spoken for 20 minutes about how unimportant titles are. Yeah. So the thing is, I don't know what title I want. I just like the title that I want should have something that would say leaving a legacy behind. Like that. That's like. That's not a title. That's a statement. Come on. It's a statement. But like I want a title that would reflect that like how can i like i want a title that would be so powerful that was like okay like how this guy is helping people impacting like how what, what's a what's a title that will reflect that harvey d evangelist maybe just my name brand maybe my name like my, my can brand my name just harvey del santos and they associate that with those key words so you want to double down on personal branding yeah and, and make your name synonymous with uh, a legacy yeah, well, I want to be kind of like Gary V, right? Mr. V. Yeah, Gary V or someone where it's like their names are so powerful. They're, they're their own brand. Like the Kardashians, they're their own brand. Like I'm talking about the Kardashians. I don't like the Kardashians. Yeah. I don't think they represent a good moral foundation for society. But they also are kind of like the faces of millennials, unfortunately. Not my millennials. They can bugger off. Yeah. <laughs> I know someone that's really not going to like that. But she'll she'll learn to live with it. Is that Kim? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I highly doubt that um, the Kardashians will listen to hashtag millennials. At least at this stage. Yeah. No, at this stage, we're going to persist. We're going to keep releasing stuff, and then eventually we'll be as successful and well recognized as Gary V or mm-hmm. Harvey D will be as well as Gary V. That all rhymes. I like that. Just turn that into an actual rhyme. We can put that on my rap album. We're going to put that in the rap album. Yes. Yeah. It'll be a crossover. It'll be Chris Carter cross harvey d yeah and it'll be a and it'll be a rap compilation album we can i like this i like this a lot this is awesome <laughs> this is cool so from from work titles to albums we're we're really we're really we're traversing topics like we're just churning through them you know we, we do this thing in like a in a work day format or, or like a meeting format actually we have agenda items we smash through them real quick mm. so it brings me to the logical conclusion that if you are an organization looking to talk pretty much about anything and you want to do it really quickly and have a really fun conversation 
you can send us a, <laughs> a meeting request yeah. at millennialinquiry.gmail.com. Yeah. i got a question for you. So do you think with what? this... What? I thought we're done. We're going. Uh, let's let's add this into the in the topic. So I have a question for you, Christian. Go. I want to know. Do, do you think organizations now are adopting these new titles or do you think they're going to still be quite traditionalist in, in how they, they give uh, their workers or employees titles? Because we live in a new world now, right? Technology, information, you know, there's so many cool things that's happening. Do you think that's the way going forward or? If I understand your question correctly, let me reiterate it to ensure my understanding. Mm-hmm. You're asking if organizations going forward, so 2020 and beyond, mm-hmm. if they're going to be taking on a new employee and actively going, okay, how do we give this person a really cool title as a form of retention? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Form of retention, but just in future in general, like how we do business has got to be okay, very so different. so it's more of a descriptive question. Yeah, so yeah. your question is, are organizations going to actively find new quirky fun titles yeah. in order to, you know, have a better, you know, description of what somebody's doing at work? Mm-hmm. Um, my answer is yes, they would be. Mm-hmm. Companies would definitely be doing that. You know, I, you know I, I would do that. I want to do that, right, with my with my projects and companies but my follow-up statement to that would be that as much as titles will get quirkier and cooler and more fun they will still have you know in in weighted proportions less meaning than what someone is actually doing and what i would say after that is that what somebody is doing i think their title will reflect a broader spectrum of their professional engagements Mm. So rather than having someone that's just in charge of marketing and they look just after the website, they're going to be, you know, they might become a chief online storyteller storyteller or something, which means, yeah, they might have a graphic design background, but they're going to look after the messaging, the design, the outlook for the website, but also the Instagram feed and also, you know, a spectrum of how the brand's messaging is exported to the world. Mm. And that title will reflect that role, same as it does now, but in the modern context. But do you also think kind of traditionalist roles are also evolving differently as well now? So marketing just used to be what, like you have a, an online website and, you know, uh, physical marketing materials. Now it's changed to, you know, audio experience, you know, it's, true. it's, all, it's, 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 it's changing, right? So titles is now reflecting what the industry is becoming or it's referring to i I don't know enough about every industry in order to be able to answer that like the mining industry is going to have a completely different approach to how they title somebody compared to a social media marketing agency compared to a law firm and i don't know enough about all three of those in order to answer that kind of macro level question but what i will say is that titles to put a theory out there for a second, can become shorter the better you know somebody. So in order for people to recognize Harvey D as just you being someone that's really interested in talking about legacy, performance, and and coaching people, before you get to that point where someone literally just in passing hears the word Harvey D and they recognize, oh, no, that's what this person stands for, you're going to have to have a longer title before that happens. So you're going to have to give a longer resume, spiel, before people recognize and keep associating those keywords with your name. Mm. And I think that is the same for any like any executive. Like you get to a point where, yeah, at the start when you don't know somebody, you're trying to get to know them, so you need more information. So their title is really freaking long. Mm-hmm. 
and it has lots of different adjectives and it's missing letters and all sorts of stuff, but you're trying to paint this picture of who you are. But once you get to know somebody, you eventually just sum them down to what their name is because in your mind you've associated all those different projects to them anyway. And I think that happens after you get to know somebody. So my point is that, yes, titles have a place, but they are, and what we've been touching on lightly throughout this whole recording is that you know what you're actually responsible for what you what you've actually delivered that's what your reputation and what your actual brand is is based on and i don't know if we segued into that smoothly but we got there in the end yeah. i think that is that the point i think that's the point of this yeah. of this episode is, well my, my question as well is you know ceo right is the, yeah. the top the top title you can have absolutely you think that's got to change you think there's got to be you know those titles got to change all those executive levels executive title sorry not within the next 30 years yeah because we're still quite traditionalist in how we do business and the structure of of business so if we're moving into uh talking about structure and business structure then and how title relates to structure i think it's a very long time if ever that we'll transition completely into some brand new you know candyland like (laughs) <laughs> mm. understanding of people's titles and authority because if you walk in you know the title that you have let's say executive mm-hmm. uh, ceo chief executive officer that states that you're in charge of the ship you're the captain you're in in the business world that's the common language for identifying this person is in charge mm-hmm. just like a captain on a ship yeah or a commander in, on a on a seafaring vessel Actually, I don't know enough about military stuff to comment that, but whatever. You get my point, that it's a common language which identifies your ranking. Um, and in the lower lower ranks, you have lots of different variations to it. But in terms of organizational structure, no, I don't think it's going to change dramatically um, within the next 30 years. People still want to know who's in charge, who they need to report to, who they want to talk to. Do you, do you agree with that? Yeah, no, I still agree with that. I don't think it's going to change in my lifetime either. I so think you, just, you were just prodding. You're curious. Yeah, yeah, I was curious because you know things are getting disrupted so so quickly, and we're in an ever changing, ever growing um, kind of world that we're living. It's got globalization is is huge now. So, okay, I have a question for you. Yeah, what's I have that? a counter question. Okay, it came to my mind as we were trying to what, what title am I going to have? Well, n- I think I came up. No, with no, one. no, no, because I already asked that. I've got a different question. No, I came up with one. What's yours? Mine's going to be called Podcast Padawan. Because I'm still learning about this whole, you know, we're both both learning, infinitely learning. Um, No, my question is different. My question goes, if we're talking about, if hashtag millennials, if one of our revolutionary new ideas is this uh, Instagramification Mm. (laughs) of the working, uh, of your work life experience. In on Instagram right now, if you're an influencer, you're seen as you know that's a status thing if you're a verified person ah yes yes we, right. we should have touched it. so we've spent good, the yeah. entire time and this shows you how much practice we need creating these bloody episodes right we've spent this entire time going titles are bullshit and once you get to know somebody you don't really need the title anyway because you just recognize their name but if you go on instagram if you have more than like 10 or twenty thousand followers or if you're Dwayne the rock johnson right you have a status. You're either a verified influencer, your name is that big that you don't even need to be identified as an influencer because you're that big, or you have a following that classifies you as, as a ranking in society as better than other people because you have more followers. So with all of that pretext in mind, mm-hmm. you know, if we apply the same concept to the workplace, how do you want to level up in the workplace with your title? 
because logically there must be a link if we're saying work is the new version like your work life is like instagram where you want an accumulation of experiences that look really cool and you can level up by you know being verified having lots of followers and becoming a name yeah how does that apply to our work example? Wow, yeah, that's really cool. This is going pretty this is going pretty deep, pretty yeah, abstract. Yeah, that's really cool actually. This this is a this is a pretty like this is out there though. Yeah, I wouldn't know what my title would be actually. So, I'm basically asking uh if the title of influencer, legitimate influencer, let's say you have 100,000 followers on Instagram. Mm-hmm. If an influencer is to Instagram, yeah, what is that to my to what I want to? Yeah, what is what is uh, blank to your work Instagram? Uh, it'll probably be something to do with servmentship because I'm in servmentship. Servmentship. What is yep. that? To serve. Is that a word? Yeah. Servmentship. Servmentship. Yeah, servmentship. It's, it's really. A, it's a, yeah. It's a it's a style of leadership. It's a style of leadership. Yeah. So you serve as opposed to being served. So if you're in a restaurant, you tell the waiter, "No, you sit down." <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but that's it's more to do with leadership because I've I've come from like a leadership background yep. in the logistics space. So yeah, I, w- I would like to be known as that, where people can go behind me, and I serve them for the greater cause of impacting that person. So that means coaching, leading, developing, mentoring that person. Keep talking, because I'm gonna I'm gonna brighten the whiteboard. <laughs> This is good, but I want to yeah, so, draw it out. So, servment, servment is, uh, servmentship is. All right, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get on the whiteboard because mm. I want to draw this out. Like, if we have status rankings, right, for different, right, yeah, different levels of success on Instagram, what's the same thing for the work life? And while I do that, you explain different types of leadership or something. Okay. Well, yeah, there's different types of leadership. There's, there's, there's actually a quite, a, quite a few. Um, So, I'm, I'm just referring back to um, my university days, but you you have um, the the strategic leadership, where it's all about kind of like you know, you know, strategy, technical data information. You have the one that is um, the democratic, where it sounds like where it allows all team members to to put in their input, kind of not unbiased, um, getting the team involved. You have the autocratic leadership, which is kind of the the inverse of democratic leadership where it's I say, you do. And then you have the liaison fair leadership. Um, I can't believe I can still remember this type of leaderships. Uh, It's, how can I explain it? It's it, it's got it's a leadership that kind of empowers employees and in, in like entrusting them to work how they like and, and get the job done, um, but yeah, there's 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 plenty of other leaderships and as you know businesses changes and you know grows there's there's kind of new ways of of doing of doing acting and being different types of leaders. Have you run out of stuff yet? Yeah, I have. I was uh. I don't know if any of this stuff is good, to be honest with you. It's All right, I'm back. 
I've wrote this stuff on the whiteboard. I cleared the whiteboard and wrote this new stuff up there. Have a look at my genius work, right? Down the bottom, you have followers. So that's people like you and I, plebs that have no followers, right? Yeah, plebs, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I know that word very well. <laughs> hey, mate, I post shit on Instagram where I'm putting Lego together. Clearly, I don't have a big enough profile to be embarrassed by things. Um, and then you have verified, so people like Gary Vee, they're verified as that is their existence. Mm-hmm. And granted, there's probably someone on this, you know, there might be someone in the future that listens to this from Instagram and they're like, hey, dumbasses, you completely forgot all 15 of these other levels. Mm-hmm. But we'll keep it simple because this is stream of consciousness stuff. We've got the follower, like you and I, got someone that's verified, like Gary Vee, so they've got some followers, but he's also verified. Got an influencer like Kardashian, where mm-hmm. they charge you 100 grand for a post because they're an influencer. And then you have a brand like Dwayne the Rock Johnson, mm. who's in movies. He's on Instagram as well, mm-hmm. but he's also on Twitter, on Facebook, mm. on everything, right? So he's a full-on brand that traverses all. How about community? Would community be there up there? Well, community is not a level that you can attain. You can't be a community of. You can be a community of one, but that's just like what lonely people tell themselves, isn't it? No, there's there's a lot of people who kind of get behind. Like it's like association, a community. But that's a grouping of people. Yeah, a grouping of people. You can't and, have that and, as and a they, title they, on your. Oh wait, you can have that as a title can. on Instagram. There's community officers and community managers and stuff like that. So is that above brand? You reckon? Where does that sit in this in this four levels? If this is social levels, right? Because community is a social and this level. Is the title associated with that title. Okay, let's just to make it easier because I, I I don't even know the answer myself. I don't know why I even asked that. So <laughs> let's just remove that question. Well, okay. So the next question is: if we've got Instagram, which has follower, verified influencer, and brand, if that's the four levels mm. that you can, you know, keep escalating to, yep. what's the same equivalent at work? Because we know work titles. We've spent the okay, whole so time yeah, discussing work yeah, titles. Okay. What, so, what's like the work equivalent of? Um, of the future, let's set the future. So, up follower, right now. what's a follower? So, follower will be just team member, would you say? Yeah, someone in ops. Support, yeah. Okay, let's let's use let's use IT. logistics as a great example because we got we know, logistics. We know logistics. So we know a lot of the titles, right, right? So exactly. let's go. So we'll go. Um, Play. like I mean, operator, work. operator, operator. Yes, operator. So operator is level one. Right. So that's level one, v- and v- that's anyone that's doing IT support, mm-hmm. customer service, yeah. driving a forklift. Yeah doing admin tasks in the all office. All the frontline operations. All frontline operators. Yes. Frontline ops. And then level two. Would you say it would be 2IC, like a supervisor? 2IC. Um, Team leader. Compliance manager. Nah, I think that would go up. I think Higher. it would be kind of, yeah. I think a supervisor would be the, like just one above the operator. Actually, you know what? That gives me four levels here. If we've got operator as one, 2IC, consultant, and then executive, if you have those four levels. Okay, maybe, I think there's actually five levels. Why? Because you have two IC, right? That's yeah. more of a supervisory role. Then how about the manager? Manager has well, to be two, between... I two IC, well, two IC is second in command, so to the manager. So th- to me, they sit on the same level. You so reckon? someone that's in charge of operators. Okay, so let's take away two IC, it will be management. Put okay, management so, then. So we'll cross that out, managers. And then this, I would actually treat as an external body. So... You've got frontline operators, they're managers, right? So you've got a team leader, a site manager, a 2IC, mm-hmm. a supervisor. You know, they sit in, in a management level, mm-hmm. right? And then above that, you would have um, consultants. So someone that comes in and does an implementation. Yeah, someone because that does, they do influence. They do influence the they, management team or executive team to, to, to do or implement or act or whatever they, it may they be. They do influence, but they're also like they can be external consultants or they can be internal people. So you yeah. can have someone that's like an internal consultant or an entrepreneur, whatever you want to call yeah. it. Um, 
in your organization and then above that you have the executive yeah right so if you have the instagram this is this is progressive work we're setting the trend of the future mm. they're going to look back we on this it, in, yeah. in 40 years time and they're going to be like remember those two idiots how they uh, were in the offices of iml and they came up with the entire new world of how to identify your your position in the workplace this was it this, this is, is it. that moment yeah. um okay so let's 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 match this up for a follower on instagram in the workplace you're an operator mm-hmm. right if you're verified in Instagram, on Instagram, the workergram equivalent is a manager. Yes. If you're an influencer on uh, Instagram, the work equivalent is a consultant, a, consultant. a yep. subject matter expert consultant. Yeah. Right. So you come in and solve a very specific thing. Yeah. That's your niche. Thought leader as well. Thought leader. Yeah. Right. And if you're a brand like Dwayne the Rock Johnson, that means you've basically surpassed the power of instagram altogether mm-hmm. and you have options outside of the single platform outside that yeah outside the platform yeah as as in work you know you, you if you're an operator or a manager or a consultant or sme you effectively are stuck to that industry or tangent mm-hmm. the people that can traverse that at the highest level are people like ceos and executives yeah that can take their experience and their contacts and go to another mm-hmm. organization mm-hmm. so those are the four new layers of uh, the modern working world yeah Harvey, this is good work. This is solid work. That is. This we is started really cool. with a completely blank slate as to what our conclusion would be. We ended up designing the entire world of the future. Yeah. This is. I'm. I'm proud of this moment. Yeah, absolutely. I. I like it. How do we? We should. Son of a bitch. We've been recording for forty minutes. We're meant to do twenty minute episodes, yeah. but this is. Okay. This is good stuff. This is good stuff. Okay, so, um, where would I be in the worker gram? Yes, sphere? answer that question. Wrap tier? it up, and we're done. I'm. I'm, I'm going to go to uh, manager. I'm still manager because I'm. Because, look, I'll be honest with you. I'm still learning. I'm still in my early years of my career, and I'm still, you know. I would. So okay. So in the worker gram, mm-hmm. in the worker gram hierarchy, we have operator, manager, SME, or executive. Mm-hmm. I would, would you're would, putting yourself as in, manager. Yeah, what would you say? What would so you say? Worker yourself? Grand title. Yeah, what would you say you are? Um, definitely not operator. I've done that to death. Manager. See, this is a th- weird thing. I never, I was never in charge of like an entire division as a manager like mm-hmm. you have been. Right? I have been in multiple occasions the SME or the consultant. Yeah. That's my, that's, that's much more my background. So there you go. So you're more systems. consultant. So does that mean so consultant more, managers sit like on, on parallel access? Like they sit next to each other as above to above each other. Mm. But then again, verified and influencer. You have to be verified in order to be an influencer. Yeah, so that's kind right. Of does, does make symmetrical sense that's for right. Instagram. Perfect. Okay, so you're a manager. I'm a consultant. And then um, our We're, goal is to become executives. Yeah. Or our goal is to be, you know, you know what? Stuff exactly. Let's become our own title. Well, that's what we've done. I, no, hold, can't. What? Yeah, we've just I'm just I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> You're just throwing spanners, yeah, into the engine. Yeah, we're just gonna have to, this. Got to be like a two-hour <sighs> podcast. No, no, no. Okay, let, let's like, let, well, let's then, let's well, remove that. Where's, what I said. Where's let's, founder? Let's, no, no, no. Let, yeah. Let's keep it. Where's founder? Sit in this. We've got founder. Our founder will be ex- on top of executive, hundred uh, percent. I'm going to disagree with you there, mate. Why? Because in order for an executive to have the leverage that an executive gets, which is to have you know, they can take their skill set, they can take their leadership of thousands of people and they can take it to somewhere else. You have to stick it out in a, you have to stick it out for a while. Whereas a founder, or another word for a founder is an entrepreneur, 
they're, the entire premise of them is they figure it out, set everything up, and then leave. So to say the complete opposite to you, I would say a founder sits down here. I think a founder actually encompasses all four. A founder is like a super level. Yeah, yeah, it's you're like a super, super level. Yeah, because the thing is, you're still doing a lot of the frontline ops. You're still managing people. You're still like bringing influence to the business. You're, you're, and you're still making high level decisions to make the business or for the business. So in actual fact, what we have here is not founder as a hierarchy. So if we created an event diagram, the, the founder would be in the middle. The founder. We need, to take a, we need to take a picture of this and put it online. Yeah, I'll take a photo. This is this is going to be good. Like people are going to be listening to this very confused, but then they'll go on our Instagram, see this picture, and everything will make infinitely more sense. Yeah. Am I in the picture? No, the lighting is just too, it's too bright. I'll take it on my phone. My phone's Google. And Google is Google All right, is so, good. so Christian, just to conclude this episode, give us the takeaways about work titles. I do not <laughs> I don't remember. So firstly... We've been trying to do that for, for, for 30 minutes and so, we've ended up creating an entire new working world. It didn't go well. No, it didn't go well. So how <laughs> the hell did we create more work for ourselves? <laughs> I don't know. We've... I don't know. <laughs> um, okay, takeaways. But we can, we can agree on work titles... Doesn't necessarily mean what they what they what they what work the responsibilities are associated to that title. To sum everything up, I would yes, I agree. I would put it into one statement, which is the work titles don't mean as much as they used to, mm-hmm. because they're more convoluted and mm-hmm. they've expanded dramatically in yeah. how, how many titles someone attaches to their name. Yeah, and two, that the project is still a, a more useful contributor to your career and success and attributing your credibility yeah i agree with that so it's pretty simple your title yeah. doesn't mean as much as your projects which yeah. is not a revolutionary idea we really haven't discovered anything there but mm. what we have discovered is workergram yeah yeah PTY so altogether. for my takeaway is your personal branding is so much more powerful than your work title you're talking about my lego building or are you talking about are you talking about an abstract concept no, the the concept, oh, the concept. of, of the design will ignore my because if I introduce if I introduce myself like oh I'm the CEO and they're like okay cool but if they knew the type of work I did and they're like oh yeah I, I know well, I that's remember. The, that's the next topic right that, there that, that's what they'll say oh that's cool like you so know what the that's next my, that's what I want to be known for but that that is the next topic it's um, impact companies and that's for another episode and that's for another episode we'll do impact companies another time because it falls perfectly in line with workergram there we go which is okay there's like another layer to this there's another layer to this we have operator manager slash consultant executive or founder but then you have which industry or what what type of business you're working on and we haven't even defined those yet we've got to add all those up together and we're building a we're building an app Oh wow! We're building, we're building From a, a podcast to an app, let's go. Let's get this. We're figuring this shit out on the fly. Yeah. Well, thank you again for listening to hashtag millennials. We'll see you again in the next episode. Well, yeah. Sorry for um, confusing you for the last, I don't know, hour. I suppose. Tell your therapist we're sorry for confusing you so badly. Story time.